the inside. Really, you're a change maker, a trailblazer, a dream chaser, sometimes a bit of a troublemaker, because it's hard to shine your light when you're stuck inside a box. You're a spiritually curious, creative thinker who only wants to do meaningful work that's going to have a positive impact on the world. It's time to find your voice and stop hiding your light. Showing up online, creating powerful content, and living out your purpose as a thought leader can feel intimidating, but it doesn't have to be scary, and you don't have to do it alone. I'm on a mission to help you create content with a heartbeat, to find your voice so you can start consciously communicating your soul work and send it out into the world with impact. Because if you can dream it, it is meant for you. In fact, it's already done. I'm Kate Butler-Ross, and this is The Content Download. Welcome to episode 15 of The Content Download. I'm going to talk to you today about why storytelling is the number one most powerful tool for your business. Um, And so it kind of makes sense that I should start this episode with a story. It's actually kind of a story within a story, um, actually, just to complicate things. But um, here's how it goes. So a few years back, I was lying in bed at 2am, wide awake, writing a story in my head. Um, Now, this isn't very unusual for me. I spend a lot of time writing things in my head when I should really be sleeping or listening or working. But this time I got out of bed instead of, you know, trying to get back to sleep. I got out of bed. And even though I knew I was going to be woken up by the kids in a few short hours, I went downstairs and I opened up a blank blog post and I began to type that story into WordPress. And an hour later, I pressed post and it was published and I felt terrified, but I also felt exhilarated and relieved and and purged and anxious all at the same time. Because this was the first time I had ever truly shared my story in a vulnerable way, any kind of story about my life in a vulnerable way. Now, I have been a journalist for many years and I've shared lots of other people's stories with their permission, of course. But the one time I'd ever written a remotely personal piece for a magazine about myself, um, it happened to be about my wedding. And I actually ended up having to massively edit slash reimagine it really because the the thing was, I was a girl called Kate marrying a guy called William at the same time that Prince William was marrying Kate Middleton. And so I'd been commissioned to write a funny kind of amusing comparison style piece for them. Um, so they could just get some coverage, you know, some kind of link to the royal wedding. Everyone was trying to do it. So I took on the piece, but the reality when I actually sat down to try to write it, <laughs> write it, I realized was less funny because what was actually happening in my life was that my dad was dying and I was pretty sure he wasn't going to make it to my wedding to walk me down the aisle. And in fact, he did die 10 weeks before. And so the planning of my wedding was actually a little bit more girl interrupted than father of the bride, which I think would have been the magazine's preferred angle. So I had to obviously do a lot of hiding in that piece to actually deliver what was, what was needed of me. Um, so that had been the one time that I'd ever really written anything personal and it turned out not to be personal at all. And so this blog post that I just bashed out at 2am in the morning and just published on a whim was a huge milestone moment for me. And it was scary because I don't care who you are, sharing your story is scary. So this story was set at a very similar time as that magazine article um, I'd written about my wedding. Um, 
was set. Um, I was in my late 20s. I'd become very unwell with various health conditions and I just met, you know, just as like amazing things were happening. I'd met my husband-to-be. I'd landed this amazing job in magazines, in, in, in a particular magazine that I wanted to work for for years. And suddenly... I had just become so unwell that I couldn't enjoy any of it. And I was in such a bad place. I was so worried about keeping my job that I didn't take any time off work to get better. And I was feeling so stressed and ill. And it was just, it was just a bit of a disaster zone time of time of my life. And then to top it all off, that was when my dad was diagnosed with a very aggressive cancer that we were told would be terminal. And obviously that was devastating for all of us, really. Anyway, one day, a few months later, my dad was recovering from quite a major operation and he was very weak. And probably I'm realizing now he was accepting that he wasn't going to be, you know, that, that miracle who's going to pull through. But being my dad, he was focusing on me and he could see how unhappy I was and how trapped I felt. And we were sitting having a little chat and a little cry. And he asked me what I really wanted to do with my life. And without missing a beat, I told him, I want to work for myself and I want to write my stuff and I don't want anyone to tell me what to write about. I just want to write what I want to write, but I don't know how I make money from that. So I can't do that. And my dad, who was always the most wise person I've ever known, but also who didn't talk to me for a month when I dropped out of university. um, He said to me that if that's what I wanted, that's what I should do. And he showed me a quote by Ralph Waldo Emerson, which he had printed out and taped to his computer monitor, which says something like, when you decide to do something, the universe conspires to make it happen. And suddenly I realized that life really was too short to be unhappy. And so that following week, I resigned my job without anything else to go to and just trusted it would all work out. And amazingly it did. And that's the story I shared for the first time. It was about eight years after my dad had died on that blog post at 2 a.m. in the morning. And it felt terrifying but it also felt amazing because when you share the right story at the right time, in the right way, for the right reasons, it's not only amazingly cathartic for you, but your story can be used to help other people and it makes you magnetic to more of the people you're here to help. And this is something, you know, since, since that time, this is something I've found time and time and again. I've shared lots of different stories about my life and I've shared them because I care about my stories and I know that stories are the most powerful way to help other people see things differently, to inspire them, to show them what's possible and to teach them things in a way that they'll remember. And since I've started sharing my stories, I have had so much um, correspondence with my audience, people emailing me and telling me what they thought of it or commenting and engaging. And it always comes from when I have shown, when I have told a story from the heart, but I've been really clear on the reason why I'm telling the story. Now, this is basically just an illustration of of why storytelling, I feel so passionately about storytelling. Um, But actually, you know, don't just take my word for it. I was watching a a masterclass the other day run by Russell Brunson of ClickFunnels. And inside, it was his secrets masterclass. And he said inside that masterclass, the number one thing that makes a funnel successful is your ability to communicate your story. 
That's it. It's not about gorgeous design or the type of funnel you use or whether you're using Facebook ads or or whatever it might be. The number one cause of success or failure in magnetizing ideal clients to you is your ability to tell your story. And I absolutely agree with that. So if you want to reach more more people, your story is one of your biggest assets and knowing what that story is and how to tell it well is a vital skill. And that's because storytelling is the ultimate bridge. And what story does, it takes your customer from point A, wherever they are before they hear your story, to point B, which is where you need them to be in order to take the next step. Whether that next step is to change something up in their life, see something differently, or understand something, or on the other end of the spectrum, actually, you know, choose to invest to work with you. That's why there's no one size fits all with stories. You can't decide on one story and just tell it over and over, no matter the situation, the audience, the circumstance, or the intention. You have to choose your story to fit your audience and the journey you want them to go on that day. So whether you're a business and part of your existence is about making money, or whether you're a hobby blogger and you just want to connect with other people and share what you know, stories are powerful, but you have to choose the right one for the right situation. Now, just a quick note here on blogs, because storytelling, content writing, etc., is never just about having the tools and the know-how. It's never just about having a formula in which to kind of like put your, fit your story into and and tell it. And there definitely is an art and craft to telling a story. Um, But when you are doing this for yourself, you need to understand that just like in business, writing, communicating, storytelling is a mind game. So if you've held back from opening up about your journey because of, I don't know, comparisonitis or the fear that you're too ordinary, which is a really common one, or your story up until now just isn't interesting enough, I want you to remember this very important fact. The best story is not the most dramatic or glamorous one. The best story is always the true one, no matter how ordinary it might seem to you. We may aspire to be the Instagram influencer lying on the beach in a one piece, but we relate to the woman who shows up vulnerably and imperfectly. And that is so important when you are trying to build a relationship and a connection through your content. So I want you to see any storytelling you do for your business more as truth telling. It's not the magic or the drama or the adventure that really turns our favorite novels and movies into great stories. Those things are just the frill and the fluff. It's the everyday truth that lies at the heart of those stories that make them powerful. This is what we relate to. And the same is with the stories you tell inside your business. It's not the drama or glamour. It's the lesson, it's the perception shift, it's the relatability, the honesty, the inspiration, the authenticity, the vulnerability at the heart of your story that makes it such a powerful thing to share with your audience. Because of course, they're not just buying your solution, they're buying into you. And your story plays a huge part in growing that know, like, and trust and deepens your connection with your potential customers. So hopefully that will have given you a gauge of the why storytelling is so important. So the next question, I guess, is going to be, so what is your story? What is the right story for you to tell? 
That's what we're going to be talking about in the next episode of the podcast. So if you've enjoyed this and want to find out more about sharing your story, I'll see you over there. And in the meantime, please, if you haven't already um, subscribed, um, please subscribe. And also, if you can leave us a little review, I'd be so grateful for that. And also, if there's something in particular you'd love to ask me about or learn more about on this podcast, you can join our free Facebook community, The Content Download. You just have to go into Facebook and search hashtag The Content Download or follow the link in the show notes and you can connect with me in there. And that's also somewhere I get, I do some kind of deeper dive trainings on everything we talk about on the show. So that's all for today. Thank you so much for listening. Lots of love.